0: Hello there, guys. What is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for another edition of Let's Talk Chelsea. It is Monday, the 9th of January 2023, the beginning of another week and the beginning of another mad, chaotic day at Stamford Bridge. Not only is the reaction and the aftermath, the post-mortem, as you would say, to yesterday's dreadful defeat to Manchester City continuing um after the, the exit in the FA Cup but now we have some breaking news regarding Joao Felix we have some behind the scenes news regarding Todd Bowley we're going to get into that in today's show so hopefully you're keeping sane in the world of Chelsea as difficult as that is uh to do I mean 2022 was insane let's hope 2023 doesn't continue to be mad but we can never know at Stanford Bridge. Uh, if you are watching on my YouTube channel and you're new around here, make sure to hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you don't miss any of the uploads, regular content around Chelsea FC. We review the games, we get guests on to speak about Chelsea and like today, we react to the latest news. I've also got some other content coming up this week. I'm going to be doing a tier list, probably not going to be that pretty for the future of Chelsea's first team squad. We're going to look at sort of the future plans and I'm sure with more news coming out we'll we'll react to that as well before Thursday night's game at Craven Cottage against Fulham. A massive one for Chelsea and Graham Potter in the Premier League and also if you're listening on the podcast because you can get my content as a podcast as well sign of Chelsea is a part of the 90 min podcast network but let's get into the news and we are starting with Joao Felix, David Ornstein and Ornstein Dagger from the Athletic. Chelsea have reached a verbal agreement to sign joao felix on loan chelsea have reached a verbal agreement to recruit joao felix on loan from atletico madrid a deal has not been signed the premier league side are expected to pay an 11 million euro 9.68 million pound fee which is below what their la liga counterparts initially wanted there has been interest from man united and arsenal but felix is set to opt for chelsea having been attracted by their project so we spoke about joao felix when he was i remember nazar Kinsella wrote something about this and there have been other reports too and actually duncan castles who i know is a little bit he gets accused of being sort of a george mendez kind of a pr guy you know reporting a lot about you know his links there ronaldo and all that stuff i actually saw a report earlier today and just kind of put it off i was like you know is that going to go anywhere and now we have the the felix to chelsea news from a very reliable source in david ornstein I'm not particularly infused by this deal. It doesn't excite me. Um, Again, you know, I think that Felix is quite clearly a talented player. I think that he is someone who is in need of a a restart in his career. It has not gone right for him at, at, at Atletico Madrid. I do wonder if Chelsea need Joao Felix and whether Felix at this point in his career needs Chelsea and whether those two things are suitable for a good deal. It is a loan, but it's a very expensive loan. And I also, my big concern with Joao Felix as a player is he falls into the Kai Havertz category of player. Doesn't really have a defined position. How will he work at Chelsea? What will be the the adaptation to the Premier League at a time of need for Chelsea? When Chelsea need results, they need improved performances, they need improved mood. People who love Joao Felix uh, will be very excited by this still i 'm sure seeing him play for Chelsea if of course it all goes through and I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Are you positive? Are you negative? Just looking at some of the reaction? It is a massive surprise to me that this is the deal. And, and you know, you look at other areas after that dreadful performance and result at Man City, what is needed in this squad? And it is not, for me, a Joao Felix. It's not another creative player or not even a creative because I know we can accuse this team of It's more the central midfield. It's on the right side of the defender. And to be fair, we'll get into a report from Matt Law that does kind of elaborate on some other targets. But... Um, I have to say, I, I do have my concern, concerns about Joao Felix and how much impact and how he's actually going to settle in an environment. We think about the last loan deal we did with Atletico Madrid. The, I mean, we could only go up after Sound of Gez. Um So we'll see how that develops. It's a massive story and a massive shock. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of excitement and intrigue around Joao Felix potentially becoming a Chelsea player for at least the rest of this season at Stamford Bridge. We're going to move on to the second story now from The Telegraph. Another big story from Matt Law here. Todd Boley stands down as Chelsea's interim sporting director. Todd Boley has relinquished his title as Chelsea's interim sporting director and remains steadfastly supportive of head coach Graham Potter. Chelsea's co-controlling owner, Bowley made himself interim sporting director following the exits of Marina Granovskaya and Petr Cech last summer and led transfer negotiations himself but after hiring a new recruitment team some of whom have started to work in this month's transfer window Bowley has dropped the sporting director title and is now just Chelsea's chairman while Boley will still take part in Chelsea spending, the American and his co-owner Baydad Barley have handed the bulk of the responsibility of Chelsea's transfers to new technical director Christopher Vival and Paul Wynne Stanley, who is appointed as Director of Global Talent and Transfers. Wynne Stanley and Vival have been charged with combining Chelsea's strategy, trying to buy some of the best young talent in the world, along with attempting to strengthen Potter's squad. Chelsea ideally want to sign a backup right back to Rhys James, a new midfielder and a wide forward. But to be seen whether or not they'll be able to fill all of those positions in this month. So we're apparently quite close to the wide forward, which I guess you could consider Joao Felix to be that. The new midfielder, Enzo Fernandez. I mean, that's completely stalled and, and you, you could argue has collapsed. We have no idea who the right back right back will be. I know there have been several names, you know. My preference would be Jeremy Frimpong from Bayer Leverkusen. But this is massive news, it really is, and it shows you know, the trust that's been put into this new think tank and I think that maybe some of this is trying to negate some of the fears around chaos and and Bowley, who's not an expert in European football, kind of stepping back and, and letting the experts sort of take over in, in Win Stanley and Vival and the other people we've brought in Joe Shields, um, all those people starting to get involved in this strategy, which is which is the right thing. And to be fair, you know, we go back to some of the interviews Todd Boley had even before becoming Chelsea's owner and, and he just being asked about the way he approached the LA Dodgers of you, you recruit the right people and then you give them the trust to do what they do best. And that is hopefully going to be going to be the next stage. And I do think Bowler, you know, being kind of this face and, and people, especially outside the club, thinking he's this chaotic kind of American guy who's come in and just, you know, wants to control everything himself and, and has no respect for expertise. I think this is maybe to take some of the, the fire away from that. Listen, He will still get the fire, I think, because I think people will either look back to the summer or they'll still assume after this report that Todd Bowley is still interim sporting director. My big question after this is if he is stepping back, and this is one of my predictions for 2023. If you haven't seen my predictions uh, video uh, for 2023, please go and check it out. Does this mean we're going to get a specialist sporting director to kind of lead this team? Or is this just the team now? That is my big question because... Sporting director has been a title that you know he took on himself interim, but then there was kind of a suggestion that Chelsea would go in for someone in that role to kind of lead this team. Uh, Michael Edwards was approached; he's my kind of prediction for 2023. I do think he'll be approached again. Whether he takes the role, we will see. There have been other names: Paul Mitchell, who's been working at Monaco; Stuart Webber, who's been at Norwich. So that's the next part of this that fascinates me: whether. Chelsea as a club with Todd Bolly stepping back and, and building up the rest of the team it's kind of a weird way to go around it really I mean I you know you would have expected maybe to bring the sporting director in but now he's stepped back from that role and is now just a chairman we will see if there's someone else recruited but the focus will be on this team for this month because Chelsea need to act they really do and, and it's about buying those right players it's about I think filling a quota that you know it, it, it's buying ones why are we buying players and that is the big question this new recruitment team has to solve I want to maybe not personally want to know I don't want them bringing up you know be cool if they if if Vival rang rang, uh, me up personally and told me why we're buying Joao Felix or or getting him on loan but just an idea of, of why we're buying these players what's the idea for them in the long term and uh, how are they going to improve the team? And also, it's not just about buying, as we know, transfers. That's part of it. Selling too. How are we going to ship out the players who we feel are not good enough in this squad? That That's another part of it too. So two big stories today, really. And, and probably knowing my like by the time this video is up, there's going to be probably more stories. Maybe we've had a draw, Felix uh, Um, you know, going back and, and sort of that's not going to happen now. Or maybe we'll have some more madness. I just want to pick up this tweet from my, my mate Adam and I'm always quoting him, but I just think he says so much uh, good stuff. He said, impossible not to wonder what bringing draw Felix into this Chelsea team means for Kai Havertz. Can they ex- coexist in the same attack? I'm genuinely not sure. And that is something I brought up that, you know, Havertz is kind of this floating kind of mysterious player that at times looks good, at other times not. At times he's playing another sport and giving away penalties at the had we will see how this all develops and, sh- and shakes up. But I know people who who are really big fans of Joao Felix and have watched him say he's been limited under Diego Simeone. But I do question why he went to Atletico Madrid in 2019 anyway as a player, um, because it was so clear what style of football Atletico played. And now he's going to come to Chelsea, and it's it's time for him to restart his career. And could this be a coup? We hope, we always hope so, right? I always hope, even if my pessimism towards this signing, I hope Drow Felix turns out to be a gem for the second half of the season and maybe could turn out to be a permanent player for Chelsea in the future. All that good stuff, let me know. Follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea. Go and check out my TikTok for new content at Son of Chelsea as well. And I will see you again very soon. All the best.